Thanks for tuning in to the Chapel Valley Midweek Podcast. We're glad you're here. Make sure to stick around until the end of the episode to find out how you can join in the conversation. Until then, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Well, hello and welcome to the Chapel Valley Midweek Podcast, where we discuss real-life topics and answer questions inspired by our most recent sermons. I'm going to be your host today. My name is Anne, and I'm joined by Taylor, uh, who you're going to hear from in just a moment, because we're going to start things off, as we always do, with an off-topic question. So, Taylor, I want to know if you had, like, if somebody gifted you $10,000 and you got to take a trip wherever you wanted, but that was your budget... What would be like a trip that you would want to take? Oh, man, that's a good question. I haven't thought about this in a while. (laughs) Haven't had time for vacations in a while. (laughs) I can know Um, if you want to think about it, because I actually someone asked me this question kind of recently. So it's kind of been on my mind. (laughs) Yeah, go for it. Okay, so I would absolutely love to go to New Zealand. Like, I just think it is beautiful there. It's where they filmed Lord of the Rings. <laughs> you know, you can go and see Hobbiton. And like, I've looked at tickets before because I'm like, okay, is this something that's realistic? And because it's, you know, literally on the other side of the world, um, they are kind of expensive. It's like 2000, it's like around 2000 for a round trip. Um, mm-hmm. And so if I had, you know, if I had the money and the means and if I just was gifted $10,000, I, I would want to go to New Zealand and spend like at least probably like a week and a half, if not two weeks there, and just getting to explore and see all of the just like beautiful sights and see where they got to film all the Lord of the Rings. Nice. I don't know if this is headed in the right direction, but I think what I would totally love to do um, is, so every March for the last few years, we've flown down to Miami where my mom lives. And then, um, mid-March every year is the NHRA Gator Nationals professional drag racing in um, Gainesville. Yeah. Um, But their whole season, they travel around the country. So I think I would actually, like, love to go to every track. (gasps) I love that. At some point. Yeah. Not, like, every year, you know, but it would be cool to, like, say you've gone to, like, every track and... Because some of them are, like, super, like, monumental, like, places, you know, where there's lots of history and stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, so you could, like, explore like... the city, but also yeah. enjoy the Yeah, city. I feel like that's the first thing that comes to my mind. <laughs> so would you want to do that, like, say, would it be, like, the full tour for a summer or would it be over the course of, like, two to three years or however long it would take you to, like, get to all of them? Or would you want to do it, like, all in one go? Yeah. Um, well, the season is like from March to November. Oh, so I feel like <laughs> okay. <laughs> that'd probably be past my ten thousand dollars. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it'd probably take a while, but yeah, I think that would be cool. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah. Let's. Um. You know, we'll start saving up, Taylor, and maybe we can take <laughs> each other on our trips. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay, cool. But for now, we're going to move on and let's get serious. 
So we have been in a series called Kingdom Come, and we've been in this series for the past few weeks, and we've had some really good just sermons. Um, both Jay and Susie, pastors Jay and Susie, have preached on it. And uh, for me, like I just have really been enjoying this particular series because we're we're talking about seeking the kingdom of God first and how important and just like crucial it is to seek his kingdom just daily, you know, reading his word and in prayer and just being intentional about listening to what he's speaking to you and what seasons you're in and just being intentional to really open up your heart to what is God doing in your life and just seeking him first. Um, And so I wanted to talk with you today, Taylor, just kind of about the series as a whole, kind of what have been some things that um, God has been speaking to you, what have been some things that have stood out to you. Um, So yeah, let's just kind of start there. What have been kind of some things that have been standing out to you or maybe that God's been speaking to you kind of during this series that we've been in. Um, I feel like the last few months, personally, I've been more aware of the spiritual realm mm. and how at any given time there's things happening, whether we like it or not, whether we partic- participate or not, things are happening. And so I think even just going through the last... Um, few messages of the series that we're in kind of even even brings me um, back to that is that there's always a fight happening whether we like it or not whether we're participating or not there's a war going on yeah oh I think that's so good because and again like when you there are things that are happening in the spiritual realm that we're not aware of and when we need to like seek the kingdom first, like there is a power in that, that we, we do have influence over that realm, even if we're not really aware of it. For sure. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I think, I think that's really good. Is there like uh maybe a specific example of that? Like, or is it just kind of been in your prayer? Like, why has that kind of been part of like your, like, why is that kind of top of your mind right now? Um, I think it honestly started before we took our youth group to summer camp this year. Because mm. um, all of a sudden, I was just really aware of the spiritual realm. And um, I think specifically to like pastors' kids and trying to imagine the war over their life just mm. because of where they come from. Um, and so... Um, one of my goals before camp was just to like prepare myself spiritually as a leader for just what was going to be happening um, that week. And so I was just very involved in praying over them and just blocking, trying to block spiritual attacks from our kids so that they could just fully get everything that the Lord wanted to give them during summer camp. So I feel like ever since then, it's just been on my mind. Um, And even talking to other believers and listening to struggles, um, I'm just like reminded like, you know, like the things that we go through, they're real, Mm. but there's also a whole different thing at work. it kind of makes me think back to like when you're a teenager, you know, and you're like dealing with like friend issues or 
yeah boyfriend girlfriend <laughs> yep, issues yep. and it is like the end of the world yes. I remember and as an adult you're like yep life will go on but like to you in that <laughs> moment it is so real and I feel like that's how we get as Christians too when we're going through stuff and we can just get so like brought down by ourselves, mm-hmm. and um I kind of just feel like you know, the enemy's like, oh, I don't even need to do anything. They're doing it all for me. Mm. And so just like really being aware, even though it's like really real, like just having the strength to look back and think like, okay, like what is the bigger picture here? Like, what am I not seeing? What am I falling for? Yeah. You know, and just, I feel like that's, that's the way to like break through some of this, some of the junk. So yeah no I think that's so good because you're right like you kind of get into these rhythms of life and you know I know for me something that I've kind of been struggling with kind of more recently um it's just like I've been noticing how how often I feel bad (laughs) like I feel Mm. bad for things that are out of my control I feel bad for things that aren't my fault I feel bad for things that um you know somebody that is totally on somebody else and it's not even you know my feelings or my thoughts and I just like I feel bad so much and that's been Mm -hmm. something that's been on my heart and I think it's something that sometimes you know you get into a certain rhythm of how you think and you don't even think about it anymore you know it becomes a very self-conscious thought and you're right like the devil can attack that so easily and like he doesn't sometimes he doesn't even have to like we're we're doing it to ourselves um and yeah I think there's a real like if you're not diligent about that and if you're not seeking God's kingdom it's so easy to fall into those traps of those kind of thoughts and those um yeah like allowing situations to suddenly like one bad situation or one bad experience now it's like my life is crumbling completely and there's (laughs) I have no blessings and nothing to be thankful for you know you can fall into those sort of thoughts um but it's just yeah you need to like take that step back yeah and I feel like it's not even necessarily like I guess just letting yourself be you know unhappy it's like actually just letting yourself be unhappy but just not going to god about it Mm. because i feel like you know like we have like the right to like process emotion and feel how we feel but like we really allow it to go on further than it needs to because we just simply don't go to god about it yeah and it just like festers inside of us Mm -hmm. so even just the simple act of like thinking and feeling whatever you're feeling but just like allowing it to like take more space in your heart and not go to the lord like does so much more damage you know right yeah well and i think that's so important because when we're talking about seeking god like seeking the kingdom first and you know kingdom come and coming to the kingdom and seeking god I think sometimes people forget what that means. And I think you touched on it so perfectly there that like a lot of the time, you know, it might be sitting down and doing a devotional. It might be some worship time. It might be a prayer. It might be reading the Bible. But I think a large part of seeking him first is like going to him and saying, God, I feel this way about this situation or this person or this experience or my, you know, I have this feeling like, is this a true, is this truth? 
How do I, you know, reconcile this? How do I work through this emotion? It's bringing not only emotions, but just like bringing situations to him and saying, how, how do I handle this? Or how do I even like, sometimes I need to be reminded of this too. Like I, I'll get like, you know, 10 things on my to-do list and I have to go to him and just be like, okay, what do I need to do today? Like, what is priority with this list? What can I maybe, you know, take off or delegate or worry about next week or whatever it might be. But like it's seeking him even in those little decisions and seeking seeking him with those emotions, too, because you're right. Like sometimes we just let them sit in our heart and and we might, you know, talk to a friend about it. We might try and seek like a more worldly perspective about it, like maybe, you know, watching something or doing some kind of research. And we like we try to solve our problems ourselves before yeah. going to God with them. Yeah, and I think even just as a Christian, and I'm sure, you know, like a lot of us do this, but like I used to not go to God for like even weeks or months on end because I felt bad that I hadn't gone to him. And I just mm. kept prolonging it because of like how much guilt I felt. And, you know, because it's like, I feel like you sometimes think, oh, I need to have like an hour of prayer a day. Mm. And that's like not, I mean, it's not doable for most people, first of all. But that's also like not what he's wanting. I think it's more of just like finding tiny ways to just like keep him around you daily, even if it's just like listening to worship on the way to work or like I have... um my Bible app verse of the day is turned on and it pops up as a notification when I wake up. Mm. So I feel like it's just like little things where you're just like keeping your heart and eyes on him without, you know, like spending a ton of time that's unrealistic and then you just feel guilty about it. And granted, there's times, you know, where we need to like challenge and spend that time with him, but on like a daily basis with all the responsibilities that we have. I think he just, he wants to stay around us and he's not looking for like perfection and all the time in the world, but he just wants to stay connected to us in some type of way. Yeah. Oh no, I think that's such a good reminder. Cause yeah, I've fallen into that trap too, where like yeah. you think, oh, I'll go to God later or oh, I'll, I'll read my Bible later. Like I'll, you know, and you, you almost, you don't, again, you don't seek him first. It becomes an afterthought. Um, So yeah, I think that's such a good reminder. And I think too, like, you know, I try to remind myself that like there are times where I will have literally like 15, 10 or even 10 second prayer, like God, help me in this conversation right now. And like, that's my prayer, you know, like it can be simple, but I do think like I have, I have definitely seen the fruit of when I take like a moment to pause and I go to him, even if it's like right before a conversation or um, I remember one time I was just like, was feeling so emotional. I can't remember why <laughs> just like was angry or something. And I just was like, <gasps> and I just was like feeling this such emotion. And I just was like, I'm going to completely give this to God. And I was just like, God, take this emotion. And like, immediately, I just felt a peace, like, immediately, yeah. like I took one breath. And that was my prayer it was just take this emotion. From so me. good. And it was just it was just yeah. so powerful. And so yeah, I think we forget that that power is available when we seek him first, you know, like, it's just you get it's so easy to just get caught up in the the day to day and like I said to make him to make like seeking his kingdom and seeking his word and seeking God like this afterthought. Yeah, totally. Just like you said like it is so much more powerful than we realize sometimes. 
Um, I was really moved recently when I, I was l- listening to a podcast and this guy was actually someone who has the gift of seeing um, the spiritual realm. Wow. And yeah, and it was such a faith builder to me. He said, I've seen prayers lift up and almost turn into an arrow and an angel's there to like take it, put it in the bow and send it. Mm. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I need to be praying more. Like (laughs) our prayers can turn into literal weapons and Mm. like shift the spiritual realm. Mm. And it's like, doesn't have to be this profound stuff just like you're saying like he wants to help us and it even in the little things you know like I've like gone back and been like you know like I asked I remember praying and asking for this silly thing that really didn't matter but he delivered it because he just knew that it mattered to me and that means so much to me now yeah absolutely it, that's so good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I'm like thinking back to those like, mo- like, I do I have those little moments. And I've had moments too, where like, so um, I actually, one morning I was driving into work, and I just felt really sad. <laughs> and I couldn't figure out why I was like, maybe is there like an anniversary, like, you know, a couple of my grandparents had passed recently. And I was like, maybe it's maybe I'm like, haven't fully grieved for them. And I just like, ran through all these situations in my mind like why am I feeling so sad and nothing really was coming to mind like nothing quite felt right but I just felt like in my heart I felt like the Lord speaking that a generation was being lost and it just like was Mm. breaking my heart and and I thought of my grandparents who like were in World War II and and I just was started praying and then literally like maybe 10-15 minutes later I saw um, from actually Chapel Valley, like made a post, like we need to pray. And I was like, what's going on? And I looked and it was the day that the war in Ukraine started. Mm. And I just like, my heart just like broke. And I just, and I was like, that's what he wanted me to pray about. That's what was happening was this, this idea of a lost generation, like all the people whose lives are being affected and lost in Ukraine. Like I just, there are those, those moments can happen. And I think it's so important that, like you said, like in that moment, I took like, probably, and I was in the middle of work, but I was like, no, this is important. Like I went for a walk and I took like 20 minutes and I was just praying and praying and praying. And I know like without a doubt that those like those arrows, those angels, like power was being released um, in that moment for all the people over in Ukraine. And like, I'm never going to probably ever see that or know how exactly what my prayers were doing. But you're right. Like, yeah there is a power that is gets released when we pray and um, i mean that's amazing too because he obviously like chose you to be someone you know to send those prayers yeah exactly yeah and like that we just need to be obedient to that um yeah yeah i love that and i do think too i appreciate that you kind of bring up the spiritual realm because i i think for me you know, before I came to Chapel Valley, I, I knew of the spiritual realm. Obviously, I had read about it like in the Bible, but I never was really in a church setting where they talked a lot about it to where it was a more like, I just kind of knew it was there, but it was never really talked about. And so sure. I know sometimes like even when I talk with other Christians who aren't necessarily, you know, hearing the same sermons that I hear, like I'll bring up those kind of things and they're like, oh, you like like it's almost weird for them to talk about and it sometimes can be kind of uncomfortable because it's a 
it might be new to them or maybe they've heard of it but haven't really talked about it like is that something you've experienced when you're talking about like the spiritual realm and spiritual powers like yeah what has absolutely um i think anytime i like meet someone who i find out is a christian i like test the waters i'm like <laughs> what kind of christian are you like yeah. how deep can we go how much do you know you know yeah. how aware are you um yeah no i totally i totally know what you're talking about <laughs> um and i think oh i'm i i think the older i get the more aware i am and that people are just in so many different places or are depending like you said their um where their focus is and what they're being taught and just feeling that out mm. um because I do believe, you know, that not that we are to, like, lie or hold back truth, but I think there's the right and wrong time to mm, say certain mm-hmm. things. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I totally agree with that. And I feel like <laughs> as I work with strangers all day long. Yeah. Um, and I am constantly, that's probably part of why I get so tired, but I'm constantly <laughs> like feeling people out. I'm like, mm. what's the vibe? Like, where are they at? Like, what are their interests? And like, what does this all point to? Mm. Um, so I totally get that. Yeah. But I think also like even today that made me think of Pastor Jay, you know, just talking about Christians that, um are a little bit more idle maybe um but he said like people aren't looking to the church for a solution because there's believer the believers are working walking around just like everyone else and they're without Mm -hmm. hope Mm -hmm. and that really hit me because yeah like you know if there's not testimonies being shared if people aren't like this is like what jesus did for me like there's no uh, you know, drive to like go to a church or figure out what this is about. And I think that's like, that is like one of my biggest fears as a Christian is like leading people away from Jesus. Mm. Like that is like my biggest fear ever. And so I am uh, probably a little bit more conservative about um, just talking about him because and that's kind of you know a bad thing too but yeah I'm like oh I would like my heart would break if I were to be like the cause of someone to like run the other way which I've had to remind myself you know like people make their own decisions and sometimes we're just doing what we're supposed to do but that is definitely something I'm always aware of yeah, I'm definitely in the same boat. Like, I am definitely very aware of, like, at, like you, I don't always talk about the spiritual realm, or I don't always bring up maybe, you know, like, um, speaking in tons, like some of those things that, you know, might be a little uncomfortable for people to talk about. Um, and I actually, I had a friend tell me once, and it's really stuck with me that, you know, when you think about a garden and you think about planting seeds, because that's, you know, when you're having a conversation with someone and maybe you start to talk about Jesus a little bit, you kind of like you might plant a seed and, you know, it'll grow kind of later. And he was saying, you know, certain seeds, 
depending on the soil that you plant it in, might not do well. And also depending on what season you plant seeds, like you can't plant certain seeds in the winter or they'll never come to fruit, you know, they'll never grow and you can only plant them in certain times of the year. And so I think that is also very applicable to when we're talking to other people about Jesus and just like even sometimes where we're at with our walk in life, um, like there are certain seeds that can be planted, but it's not always going to be the right time or the right place. And sometimes, yeah, yeah, you might plant that seed and it just never grows. Um, And so, yeah, I think that's also a big part of, you know, seeking God first, like in those moments or even just daily, like, you know, Lord, open up my eyes to a new opportunity to plant a seed or maybe knowing when not to and knowing when to just bide your time and maybe you know maybe it's like even you maybe it's a co-worker who you know you see frequently but it might be hard to you know have a conversation at times or maybe a neighbor you know someone who you interact with occasionally and you know throughout a span of time and maybe like a year from now suddenly you know they you maybe you tell them like hey I'm a Christian and hey maybe if you want to come to church sometime and they kind of say no you know I'm not comfortable with that but then like a year from now maybe they're in a different situation different season of life you plant that seed again and now they're like yeah actually I'd love to come um so I think it's a matter of like not giving up and you're right like there is a time and place for things um but also being just obedient and diligent to seek the kingdom of God and like God is this something that you want me to say right now or can this maybe be something that's said later? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like when I was younger, there was definitely a time where I feel like I was kind of convicted of like, you kind of push my words a little bit more than what, you know, is what I'm actually saying. Yeah. And so I really had to be like, okay. (laughs) So yeah, like really, And even still, sometimes I'll get like an urge and I'm like, but was that just me wanting something or was that really you? Right. So like, like going back and even checking, like, did I feel that right? Or, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, that's actually touches on one of the uh, sermons that Susie did that I just thought was really good. And I definitely encourage anyone who's listening, um, it's how to identify a counterfeit or identifying the counterfeit. Um, Because she talked about how there are so many people now and you know, I've even been guilty of this for sure of like, am I hearing God? Or is that something different? Or like, how do I know that's God? How do I know that's his voice? And, um, and again, it all just kind of stems back into that seek God first, because and seek his kingdom first. Because if we don't even know that it's him like how do we move forward and she was talking about when we're identifying you know counterfeit like in the banking system you they teach people only what real money is like how to identify real money and that's all they teach them they never show them counterfeit money they never show them anything like that all they ever teach them is what a real money looks like how it feels how it smells all those things so that when a counterfeit comes they can identify it instantly because they know what the real thing is and like how applicable that is to just the word and our walk as Christians. Like we need to be seeking his kingdom first and know his, the truth and know what his word is saying so that when other worldly things come in, when other counterfeit comes in or idols or whatever it might be, like we know, oh, that's not for me. Like that's, that is not what his word says. And we can like walk just in faith and just be, know that this is what God is saying. So yeah. yeah, for sure. I loved that message of just 
learning what the right thing is and then when the wrong thing comes along you actually can pick it out um there was a time where i felt like i couldn't hear the lord suddenly and it lasted a long time and it was really tough for me but i think one thing i learned through it was that my own voice became so much louder that i couldn't mm. pick up the lords anymore mm. and um having to go back to that i talked with someone recently who was dealing with the same thing and i was like i know what's wrong <laughs> um but it's like it's hard to hear him when we are so in our own head there's no space for it yeah. and i remember getting this picture of like a mailbox and um you know like you need to clear mail out if you are expecting something specifically right mm. if like you order something from amazon and it's getting delivered to your mailbox but you haven't checked the mailbox and it's totally full then it might not come it might get sent back whatever so like learning to like empty out our head to make space for whatever the lord wants to bring to us i think is super important mm, yeah oh i love th- i've never heard that analogy i love that <laughs> i was all jesus i was like this is kind of weird but I'll run this <laughs> <laughs> no, i absolutely loved that i've never heard it but it makes so much sense and you're right. Yeah. And I think, I think again, like, I love, I, I love this conversation. I'm just like, this is so good. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> there is a certain level of, and I, I know I like, there is an expectation that you can have from God. Like you can expect things from him. You can expect blessings. You can expect to have answered prayer. And it's okay to have those expectations, you know? And I think you're like that a mailbox analogy is so perfect because you know when like you know I put in an order for this and you know it could get lost in the mail like things could happen maybe it gets mixed up or it gets stolen like not to say that it's guaranteed that I'm going to receive that thing but I put in the order and I now have an expectation that something's going to happen but if I don't t- do my due diligence and clean out my mailbox and do what I need to do to make sure that it comes you know maybe check the tracking number or whatever like then mm-hmm. it's not going to come, you know, or it might get lost yeah. or you have a greater chance of it not being received. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think that's so good. So um, I know we've talked a lot about a lot of things uh, on this <laughs> this episode, but I just wanted to thank you, Taylor, for hopping on. Um, I really loved it. And I just want to encourage anyone who's listening, if there was something that we kind of touched on or we're speaking about that really just kind of touched your heart and maybe you have some questions or maybe you just, you know, are looking for community and need someone to pray for you or to talk with you. Like we just want to open up that door and we want you to continue the conversation. So you can do that by emailing us at info at chapelvalley.org. And we would love to just connect with you and continue that conversation and just find ways to um, continue to pray for you. So um, thanks again, Taylor, for hopping on. Really appreciate it. (laughs) And we'll speak to you all next week. Thanks for joining us for the Chapel Valley Midweek Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it, but now we encourage you to join in the conversation by submitting any questions you may have or just sharing what the Lord is doing in your life by emailing us at info at We can't wait to hear from you and make sure to tune in next week.